On this episode, we are going to learn the blueprint of how to have a massively successful business that takes very little of your time. As a realtor, that probably sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? And I know what you're thinking because, you know, like me, the vast majority of my career, I was working morning until night. Uh, you know, I was sending texts and writing offers and working on my business until I fell asleep at night, but it doesn't have to be that way. We're talking to Clayton Gitz from Richmond, Virginia. He's an agent who, with his team of 28 agents, they're doing over $100 million in production every single year, and he, he only works two hours a week on that business, two hours a week. So uh, yeah, and he also owns a mortgage company, a title company, real estate investment trust, a property management company, a few other ventures, and has plenty of time for leisure, travel, and his family. Clayton Gitz has it figured out, and we're going to find out how he does it. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 148 of the Massive Agent Podcast. This is such an awesome episode. So our guest today, Clayton Gitz, he is my mentor. He is somebody that I talk to multiple times per week. We spend a lot of time together because we're business partners with eXp. But beyond that, he is a he's a mentor of mine. Okay, Like I said in the intro, he has a system figured out where he's built a real estate team. They have 28 different agents in Richmond, Virginia. They're doing over $100 million a year in production. And he personally is only spending two hours a week on that business. It's his most profitable business. He's only working two hours a week. Well, for us agents that, you know, are just, it's morning till night every single day, running across town, opening doors, writing offers, closing a deal, and then starting all over from scratch with somebody else. You know, it's hard to imagine being able to have that kind of production and that kind of income and that kind of lifestyle with that little work necessary every week. Now, of course, it takes a lot of work to build it, but um, Clayton is so open and willing to share his story today that I think you guys are going to learn a lot. Um, I I know I did a lot of the questions that I'm that I ask him today are out of my own personal curiosity. Like even though even though I've been lucky enough to to have him as a partner, and you know if I need him, he's available uh, for Zoom calls, and, and you know I can text him, and you know he gets right back to me. I'm I'm blessed to have him as a partner, but even still, there were certain questions that that I wanted some answers to, and so today was a great chance, selfishly for me to to get deeper answers to those. But you guys are going to get a hell of a lot of value. Um, so whether you are a solo agent, brand new to the business and trying to figure out how to grow your income, you're going to love this. If you, if you're a veteran in the industry and you've been selling a bunch of homes, but you're kind of burned out, uh, like a lot of agents, you know, once you reach a certain level of success and your income is pretty good, you're burned the hell out because of how much time it takes to maintain that type of, uh, you know, that amount of production. Uh, so Clayton has a blueprint to show us another way. And and that's what I'm trying to do with this show. Every single week, I want to show you guys how you can build a true business. Clayton says it in the interview. He's an owner. He's not an operator anymore. He's an owner. And that allows him so much freedom to do what he wants uh, and still have the income coming in that he needs and desires. So 
Uh, really excited to bring my personal mentor onto the show. Um, yeah, you guys are going to want to take notes and listen to this a couple times. If you are new to this show, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. This, of course, is the number one podcast hosted by myself and the number one podcast in the real estate industry that starts with the word massive. Fact check. Fact check that shit. Nailed it. Uh, I am the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate Real Estate Podcast Network, which this show is a proud founding member of. I'm a national speaker on all things real estate marketing, podcasting, social media, and lead generation. I'm a realtor myself in Salt Lake City, Utah, and have been for just over 10 years now. And I am the founder of the Massive Agent Society, our lead generation training and coaching program. Uh, society membership is always free for my EXP team. If you are on my team anywhere, if you came in with me or someone else on my team, it's always free. And congrats to those of you guys that took advantage of the lifetime membership for the cost of an annual membership for our Massive Agent Society last week or two weeks ago. I forget when that was. Um, and by the way, guys, we're extending it this week. Okay. If, if you are one of those... I had a good half dozen people that are like, damn it. You know, I didn't hear the show until now, but the code expired. We're going to do it one more time. It's fall. I want you guys to go into fall and winter absolutely able to crush it with uh, with your lead generation. So we're extending the deal. Massive Agent Society membership, the lifetime membership, just one-time payment, and you're member for life. You also get our new Massive Agent Daily platform as for free as a member with the lifetime membership for the cost of... Of an annual membership, so for less than two thousand bucks, um, you can you can be all in. Just use discount code Last Chance at checkout at massiveagentsociety.com. If you want to claim that, if you were not able to last time, go ahead. This is the last week we're going to be doing that, and that goes until Thursday. What, what do we got here? Thursday, October 29th. Um, that will be available. So get lifetime membership for a thousand bucks off. Basically, uh, use promo code Last Chance. And lastly, as we mentioned last week, we finally unveiled our social media daily posting app called the Massive Agent Daily. It is my program on the Social Coach platform. You can go to massiveagentdaily.com to get that. Look, guys, if, you, if you're one of those agents that's been wondering, you know, what do I post on social media? I know I need to use social media, but what the hell do I do? And it really takes a lot of your time and effort to figure out what to post and to put some of that stuff together. Well, obviously you could do it yourself, but if you want, if you want the easy button, if you want the fast pass, if you will, you just need our massive agent daily app. Every single morning, you'll get a notification that says, Hey, post this on social media today. You click a few buttons. You say, okay, put this on LinkedIn, boom, post, then put this on Facebook, change the wording, blah, 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 post, then change the wording again, add some hashtags, post on Instagram, boom. And it tracks the performance. Okay, we're going to tell you exactly what to post on social media every day. It's going to teach you why, and it tracks your performance over time. Unbelievable. There's nothing else like it out there. So if you want to, uh, if you want to really start to squeeze the most out of social media, go get yourself the Massive Agent Daily. It is uh, month to month. There's no contracts or anything like that, and it is app based. So go to massiveagentdaily.com to get started right away. All right, today we have Clayton Gitz, the owner of Mission Realty. He is also the owner of a mortgage company, a title company, a property management company, a real estate investment trust, and a few other ventures. Um, he's he's been in our industry for over 15 years now, over a hundred million dollars in production. And he works two hours a week on that real estate business. It's crazy. Too good to be true? Maybe. 
Maybe. You might think so. You probably do think so. You're like, what the hell? That's not even possible. Well, let's hear from Clayton, shall we? All right. I'm here with Clayton Gitz from Mission Realty in Richmond, Virginia, my mentor in the business. And I'm super excited for this conversation. Clayton, welcome to the Massive Agent Podcast, my friend. Glad to be here, Dustin. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, episode 148. I mean, it took 148 episodes to get you on. I feel uh, I feel like I've let the audience down because this is going to be so, good. So proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, dude. So you are somebody that I look up to tremendously in the industry. You not only run a very successful real estate team in Virginia, you own a mortgage company, you own a title company, you own a property management company, and probably some other stuff. Um, 100 million plus in production, 28 agents on your team, um, what, 600 or so agents on your EXP organization, and, uh, and, and you're, just, you're doing something right. Uh, but I think what I respect the most is you figured out a way to have as, as close to a work-life balance as humanly possible. I mean, you spend a lot of time with your family, you know, you, you, you do a lot of different things and it's not all real estate, you know, 90 hours a week, <clears throat> excuse me. So I respect that. And I wanted to hear, you know, how you're able to do that. I want to hear how you structure things that most agents maybe don't think about structuring their business. And, and I want agents to hear what's possible because, and, and you know this, because you and I speak a lot. Um, I, I was just one transaction after another forever. Like, you know, you, you close one and you're unemployed again. You got to do it again. And mm-hmm. most agents are there. And I think it's because they just don't know how to do anything else. Would you agree with mm-hmm. that? Yes. So let's start with, uh, you know, how did you get started in real estate? You know, I want to hear how your career progressed from, I assume, being a solo agent to, you know, where you're at now. You're a true business owner and, you know, you're, you're doing things at a very high level. So how did you get here? Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's funny because I, I get that question um, a, a lot and, you know, trying to kind of backtrack over 15 years and fill in the, fill in the, uh, you know, the, the little holes of, um, of a, of a pretty busy career. I mean, you know, as a, as an agent, I mean, you, this business will own you if you, if you let it. And so, you know, I got to go back to 2005, you know, when I got into the business, Dustin, and you know, the, the really interesting thing that happened to me, uh, and you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a spiritual guy. So, um, you know, I, I like to believe that, that, uh, I'm not here because of my doing I'm here because there was a, there was a higher power that, you know, um, that directed me. So back in 2005, when I got into the business, by the way, I got into this business because I had a, I, I just, I bought a house and I didn't have a great experience buying that house. And I kind of walked away from that situation, realizing that the bar in our industry is, is kind of, it's kind of low. <laughs> it's set pretty low. That's one so, way to put it. Yeah. So, um, so I was like, man, you know, there's a need in this business for a higher, a higher level of service. And and I came from pharmaceutical sales uh, and, and uh, where you had to like wear a suit and you had to present yourself well and you couldn't wear flip-flops, you know, on your, on your uh, appointments. That was my agent. Mm, I and know. Uh, so, yeah. So I jumped into the business in 2005 and, you know, just, um, you know, I was just having this conversation earlier today. Uh, I, one thing that I did is I, I, I burnt the boats. Like, I mean, I was, I was all in. And I think that's where a lot of, I see a lot of agents go wrong is they, they either dabble or they're not completely committed. Like I didn't give myself another option. I didn't, I, I didn't have another option. Like I had, I had, uh, I was engaged at, at the time, 
and, um, and married to that amazing woman today. And I just had to make it happen. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, um, I think that's one thing that I would tell, you know, your audience or anybody else that's you know, either in real estate or interested in real estate that's kind of stuck or not where they want to be, go all in. I mean, go all in 100% every day. Don't dabble. Don't be that person. And um, so from the very beginning, I was, I was all in. Now, what does that look like? <laughs> uh, three hours a day. You know, it just, there's just no, there's no big secret. I mean, we're not building rocket ships in, you know, in, in real estate, we are building relationships. And the best way yes. that I found to build relationships is to communicate consistently with people and treat people like people. And I did that for three hours a day, five days a week for, you know, gosh, I don't know, four years and built a mass, a massive business doing that. So, um, that was the springboard, you know, just being consistent at that one thing. And, and by the way, um, doing that over a period of time where, you know, you, you, you can't, you know, again, I had this conversation earlier today. You can't, you cannot fail if you're, if you're all in and you're committed to three hours to having conversations with somebody about real estate, three hours a day. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I had this, this massive springboard and then all of a sudden, you know, like my, my, I got so busy, Dustin, that I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it on my own. Hmm. And that's where the leverage piece comes in. So then I went through the whole, you know, uh, failing forward process of, of hiring, you know, anybody that had a pulse yeah. and, and trying to figure out that whole, you know, business scaling um, by, by, using, uh, by using people. And so, you know, kind of fast forward into my business, you know, I, I went from me, myself and I to, um, to uh, 20, let's see, today we're at, at, um, at 28 agents, but by 2015, I had 17 uh, uh, sales partners on my team, and uh, not including um, not including the, uh, the administrative team. So by by 2015, you know, here I have a um, a team of 17 agents and and uh, and staff, and we were selling about 265 homes a year. I was personally listing and selling 85 to 90 houses a year, which was frankly more than I wanted to do at at, at that point. Dustin, you know, you know, being in the business that. Uh, you don't have a life when you're doing that kind of volume. Even though I was only working with my seller clients, I, I, I did not have a life. So I was working seven days a week, literally trading all of my time for money. And here I have these two little girls, Samantha and Sophia, that are, you know, 13 and, and almost 11 today. And, uh, and you know, my wife, you know, it's, it, she's, you know, those guys are my world, but I was never present. I always tell, tell people, we say this before Dustin, that if you had asked me back in 2015, what were the you know two most important things in your world? I would have said my faith and my family. But then if you followed up that question with, uh, great, let me see your calendar. Hmm. <laughs> and I would have been like, dude, you just, you just busted me because if, uh, if you had looked at my calendar, it, you would have said you're full of it, man, because the only thing reflected on your calendar is, is your job. Yeah. You have an hour for church on Sunday, but everything else is, is work. And that, and that was my life. So hmm. um, that's important. So you could yeah. say whatever you want, your priorities, your why is whatever, but what do you actually do? Like, are you actually showing that? That's a, yeah, that's a gut punch for some. Yeah. Well, and, and this, and again, if you let it, this business will, will eat you up. It, it will consume all of your time. So, yes. um, and, and I would have continued on that path, by the way, had it not been for, uh, a, a, you know, what I believe was a divine intervention. <laughs> and in 2015, um, you know, I, I woke up one morning with a lazy eye 
And, um, you know, I kind of have a lazy eye to begin to begin with Dustin, but I mean, it was like, I mean, I looked like a pirate. I mean, it was just, it was just awkward. So I went to uh, see a friend of mine who's an optometrist and, um, he took one look, he pulled my eyelid down. He said, Clayton, I hate to tell you this, but what I see really looks like, uh, cancer. And then I was like, you know, obviously like what <laughs> never expected that. And, you know, I always tell people, I say divine intervention is what I share with people is that. Uh, people that will listen is that um, Jesus didn't give me cancer, but what he gave me was clarity. And the clarity was it doesn't how much it doesn't matter how much money we make, Dustin, if we can't spend time with the people that we say we're doing it for in the first place. Yeah, and, and I mean, I mean being present and like there, right, with uh, with your kids and your family and your friends and um, and the people that matter. So. So that's what happened in 2015. And it really, you know, I ended up taking it like, a, like abruptly, like I had like 20 or 25 listings. And I literally said here <laughs> and gave, gave it to one of my sales partners, uh, Tamara, who's, who's with us today, she's, uh, one of my dear friends. And, um, and I took a year off from the business and did a lot of soul searching, man. And, and, um, and, and there's, there's more details, which we can fill in if you like about, you know, why I was able to take a year off from my business. But, um, but uh, so did a lot of soul searching, a lot of prayer, read a lot of books, played a lot of golf. I uh, still am horrible at golf, even after playing a lot for a year. Yeah. And, uh, and then when I came back, I just had clarity on how I wanted, I, I was going to figure out how to own a business and not have it own me. Like I, I was just committed to doing that. Um, so, so, so I set to work on trying to figure out how to, A, get myself out of, you know, out of production so that I could really, like I said, own a business and have a life. Um, but, but, you know, be uh, real estate as much as I love the industry, it's not my purpose and it's not my, it's not my, my passion. So what I wanted to figure out was, okay, how can I free myself up so I can go, I can go do what I believe I've been called to do. So right. again, we can fill in the apps if you want to. Let me ask you a quick follow-up question because I absolutely want to continue that, that conversation. Cause it, that's, it's so interesting to me. And it's so it needs to be heard by our industry because there's so many agents that don't know this, but they're they literally just have their own job. They they call the shots in their own job, and they sell a house. They're unemployed. They have to do it again. Hamster wheel. Uh, that's fine if that's what you want. But you you you're a great example of how to do something else um, in a much bigger way and serve more people, serve more families. You know, help uh, help the community more. But I want to go back to when you said to grow your business in the beginning, you worked three hours a day, four days a week. What were you doing during those three hours? And I assume that's prospecting time. What yeah. did you do exactly? Phone calls, texts? Did you meet people for lunch? Um, like describe a typical day, you know, during those three hours. Yeah. So, so for me, it was all, it was all referral based Dustin and that, you know, there are a number of ways to, to get in there and, and spend your lead generation time for me. In the beginning, it was all referral based. Uh, you know, I that was the low hanging fruit as far as I was concerned. And um, you know, after you've been alive a certain period of time, as long as you're you know not a jerk, then you have relationships with people. And and why not let them know that you know you're here to serve them if they or anyone that they know has any real estate needs. So I did that consistently. Um, you know, like I said, for four or five years. And and people are like, well, didn't you run out of people to talk to? No, because I was constantly adding people to. Uh, to my database and building relationships. Mm. And then, and then you come up with additional lead sources on the way. And I think it, I think I would be remiss if I didn't mention 
one of the things I love most about this business, Dustin, is it it, it forced me, like if you're going to go really, really big, I believe, it it's easier if you work as hard, if not harder, on you than you do your job. So I I caught right. the personal I caught the personal development bug like really early on. And and not only did I did I get outside of the industry and go to different events where I had, you know, leaders, Tony Robbins, you know, Jim Rohn, you know, all, all these all these guys and and um and uh and and uh, gals that that made me realize that there's so much potential that that you and I have that we never even tap into. And so I wasn't tapping the I didn't realize, man. I didn't realize that, you know, all, all these all these little uh, truisms that we hear, like like you know, man, if if it's going to happen, it's it's going to be as a result of of what you did. If it's not happening for you, then it's going to be a result of something that you did or didn't do. Yeah. And so, you know, the more I kind of ex- allowed my myself to expand my mind, I'm still doing that. Like to this day, it's like, what are we actually capable of? You know, we all have 24 hours in a day. <laughs> we, we all got the same amount of time. And if we took our blinders off and just looked around at the opportunity that's all around us, instead of living in this, in this, ver- like, and I, I think as Americans, I think this is a problem for us because we're so comfortable. We're just way too comfortable. Oh my God. Yes. Right. So, so when you, when you talk, you're talking to somebody, you know, about lead generating for three hours a day and, you know, calling your, calling your, you know, the same people are like, Oh, that sounds horrible. Well, let's like go try living in Afghanistan for, you know, six months. It's like, like it, we, we wake up in an, in an, uh, a climate controlled environment with, with, with fresh, you know, clean water, organic uh, fruits and vegetables, you know, uh, I mean, it, we're just spoiled. So, so, and I listen, I'm spoiled too, but, but I'm just saying, it's like, come on, man, we're, we're not, we're not digging ditches. We're not, we're, we get paid big bucks to articulate our value to the consumer and the better we can, the more we can articulate and the better we can articulate, articulate that value then the more money we make, we get paid to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I really want to work on, on, on becoming a better communicator a better listener. And, um, and then I was just consistent, man. I mean, this is the most inconsistent business <laughs> out there is, uh, it, it, it realtor is the most inconsistent group of people. Um, Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah, there's so many shiny objects. There's so many different ways to do lead gen. There's so, you know, there's Facebook, there's Google, there's, I mean, social media in general can be a huge time suck and a huge distraction, especially in the middle of like the craziest election I could possibly conceive. Um, it's insane, but uh, you're right. Like it, there's, it's not magic. You didn't do any, it, did you have magic words that when you, when you were doing your three hours of prospecting each day, like you had magical words that just made people hire you? I mean, Dude, I fumbled. I mean, I fumbled my way through it, Justin. I wasn't a big script guy. Um, I, I rarely, called on expired and fizzbos. I tried a couple times. I didn't, I just didn't like it. It just wasn't me. Um, so no, I, I just, I, I, I legit just tried to treat people like people and build relationships. And, and, um, you know, you, 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 I wasn't a secret agent. People knew what I, what I did for a living. Hmm. Um, and, that's and big again, right you, there. When, when you become, when you become a more attractive person to the marketplace, then, I mean, you just start attracting people to you. So that part of that personal development, I think that, so, so here's, here's my thing. I think real estate is easy. 
Um, I, I, I genuinely do. Uh, I, I think like neurosurgery is probably difficult. Uh, real estate is easy. The problem with real estate is that you've got these, these foundational issues that, that get in our way, such as how we feel about ourselves, mm. right? Not only physically, but up here. You know, what is the self, what is the self-talk that's going on? If you wake up every morning and your self-talk is, you know, I suck or I'm too fat or I'm too skinny or I don't, or I'm not attractive enough or what, if that, if that's your self-talk, it's gonna be a whole lot harder to, to make it in this, in this business. If your self-talk is, man, I, I got this, like, I, I'm going to go crush this day. Like I'm going to own this day. Everyone I talk to is going to want to work with me. Like, because I am amazing. Like that's the stuff we should be telling our, ourselves because it's, it's true, man. In, in most cases. And, um, uh, and, and getting, and again, we also make up stories about the outcome of a specific, a specific conversation yes. before they even occur. So, so that's another thing that we have to stop doing, but, but so these foundational issues, you've got how you feel physically, which is what we're eating. Uh, you know, are, are we actually moving? Are we exercising consistently? You feel good about yourself when you go into your, your power hour or your power three hour then, uh, and you have good energy and you show up with a smile and you're making other people feel good about themselves. They're going to work with you, man. People work with you because they like you, they trust you, and they respect you. If you show up and you're like a bump on a log and you've got bad energy and you give that to the, it's just going to be much harder. Um, I think financially, like if you're jacked up, it's harder to make it in this business. So one of the things that really allowed me to take a year off from my business is I paid off all of my debt. And, and I didn't have some secret to doing that. I used Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover. And we paid off all of our debt, including our house. And that allowed me the freedom to step away from production, maybe take a little bit of a hit temporarily financially, and ultimately, you know, get to where I am today, where I haven't sold a house in, in three years. So it, it, real estate is easy. It's the foundational stuff, man, the, the, the pillars of, of who we are spiritually, physically, relationally, financially, you know, the, all those things. You focus on those things consistently and you will start to attract the right kind of people into your world. You start attracting clients instead of the opposite. Yes. I, when you say real estate's easy, like my, my first reaction is like, well, no, it isn't. Like I would agree it's simple. Um, well, it depends on how you look at it. Like crazy complicated industry for sure. There's always something new. There's always some issue popping up, but it's fairly simple. I see what you mean by it being easy. And, and um, you know, I think so many agents get tripped up where they're like, okay, I hear about Clayton. I hear about, you know, so-and-so in San Diego and they have a team and they're, you know, selling 800 homes a year. I don't know what to do. And they think that they have to like figure it out. Well, did you figure it out? Or, you know, like, isn't there a blueprint out there? Like, don't you just go do what those other people have done? It just takes you finding out what they did uh, and then implementing that. It, it's that's the part where it seems easy. If you have the blueprint, have access, have access to someone who can show you, um, I could see how that happened. So when, after you took that year off, you know, what did you start doing to build this this massive, you know, Virginia dominant team that you have uh, and this brand that you have? Like, what were some of those specific steps you started doing, and who were you following to, uh, you know, to figure what figure out which steps to take? Yeah, yeah, great question. So, you know, I, again, I think it's it it really it, it goes back to I've really really and continue to Dustin, you know, <laughs> uh, it's it's a journey. 
Um, but I, I really worked hard on, on me. Like if you would have known me 15 years ago, you, you would have been like, this dude is a wreck. And I was, I mean, I, I was, but I just, I, I really went to work, went to work, went to work on Clayton. And then ultimately uh, had a conversation with a gentleman about, um, you know, uh, about being in business together. And this, this person, he's, he's my general manager. He runs, he runs my real estate company. We're partnered in a couple of other companies together. The caliber of, of, of this guy, I mean, he's just so next level spiritually. He's like a spiritual mentor to me. Um, uh, you know, physically, like he, he, the guy just, he's got all those foundational pieces and our core values are like, are like this. So I was able to attract this, this, uh, this next level leader into my, into my world because of the person, person that I became, he wouldn't have wanted to be in business with me 10 years ago, mm. but three years ago he did. So, so that's where it started is, is you take somebody like me that, that doesn't have, um, I'm not a, I'm not a, a good manager of people. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sales guy. Like I, I mean, you, you give me something to sell that I believe in and I'll, I, I will go share it. Um, so I didn't have, I didn't have that scale. I didn't scale the business. Like I tried over and over again. I mean, this is the third time that I've been out of production and now this is the longest time. It's the three years and it looks like it's going to, it's going to stay this way. <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, but I tried twice without, without JT, without my general manager. So I attract this, this, uh, uh, what we call, uh, integrator. Um, and you know, I'm the visionary. John is visionary as well, but he's a better integrator. So he's a better, uh, operator if that's a, a better word. So he comes into the business and we sit down, we put our heads together. And I'm like, okay, let's go conquer the world. And he's like, hold on a second. We have to have this, 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 this in place before we go conquer the world. And I missed, I missed those pieces previously. Mm. So now all of a sudden we have, uh, we have this relationship that really good book um, by, uh, I always mess up his name. I think it's Patrick Lencioni. Um, it's around here somewhere called rocket fuel. So oh, yeah. a visionary. Yeah. Got it. And there's another another book um, that well, he did too, right? Traction. traction, traction, orange and black. Traction is our operating traction is our operating system, and and I'm I, I'm a huge fan. And again, we don't recreate the wheel. Uh, we didn't recreate the wheel. We just we looked at traction. So this looks like a, a an easy way to operate our business, um, and and we just plugged into it. So uh, rocket fuel is you take a visionary with an operator and you put them together and. You have rocket fuel, and so today, you know, like I said, 28, 28 agents—the best culture that we've ever had—and it's because of the synergy that that um, uh, you know that 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 John and I and the rest of the team has, and the core the core values and the culture that we have put into place, which is really the glue behind our behind our business. When you became the person that could attract someone of his caliber. How did you first put it out there that you were even looking for somebody? I mean, how, like, were you, were you actively saying like, Hey, I want to grow a team and I need someone to show me how to do that. Or did it just someone in your network and you just had a conversation randomly? Like, how did that, how did that happen? No, honestly, honestly, I was trying to recruit him to EXP. Okay. And, and we had, and we had coffee and we started talking about, about EXP and then he said, I've actually been watching you for a while, you know, and I said, I've been watching you too. Like, you know, you, you've been, um, you've been really successful and, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And uh, he said, have you ever thought about um, being in business with, with somebody else? And that's when, when I was sitting down with him, it wasn't for that purpose, even though I was looking for that person. It, I, I, 
for whatever reason, I just, I just didn't. Honestly, I, I thought he was, he owned his own brokerage. I just wasn't thinking that big, right? And that's the, that's the thing back to, man, like just allow yourself to just think big. So before we knew it, we're having this conversation, like what would, what would our business look like? Our businesses look like if we, if we brought them together. And so ultimately what we decided is, is Mission Realty, um, which today is brokered by, by EXP, we just uh, enveloped uh, uh, John's brokerage and brought his agents over and his, his staff. And, um, and, and that, you know, we scaled immediately because of that. And, and just realize the relationship. I didn't. I didn't even know of Rocket Fuel, right? Back, but I didn't know what I was. What, what the, the the gift that he was going to be, or that we were going to be for each other. This has been an incredible business relationship. This is cool. This that's not the origin story that I expected because I know a lot of the other mega agents and mega producers out there. They like they'll go out there and actively advertise to hire a general manager to hire. A listing specialist to hire, you know, this this role and that role, and that obviously works for them. And and I was so I was kind of expecting you f- you followed a similar path, but uh, I mean, how serendipitous is that? Um, it, so I didn't think more of it, Justin. I mean, we had to figure that out. Sure. Oh, I could imagine. I could imagine. He's, he's a high. He's a high value. You know, guy. Of course. Uh, yeah. But how cool that? Uh, see. You may have prejudged that, right? Thinking, well, he yes. owns his own brokerage. Like, you know, yes. they're they're he's at a different level. Like, he's at his own brokerage. That's that's better. But he was also you you didn't know this looking for a way to you know remove some liability, remove some responsibility, right? And and so just by having the conversation, you figured out there's a lot of synergy that maybe you assumed was not there. That that's a uh, and that's really interesting. I did not know that's how your current mission realty uh, started. Yeah. And, and we're 100% better together than we ever were separate. And that's the kind of relationship, you know, again, I'm a fan of, of not going it alone. Um, and, and, you know, we've, we've both benefited greatly from, from this relationship. It's a tremendous blessing. Um, and so when you, I, I want to kind of go back in your story and, and I have, I, I have the, the blessing of kind of already knowing your story a little bit. Um, it, this is not an EXP conversation, but you were you were with Keller Williams for a long time, and you've only been with EXP for a few years. Was when you made that big change to go from you know the safe choice to the you know this new venture, uh, relatively unknown venture that EXP was at the time. Is that around the same time that you met? This this guy and and made these big changes or did one happen and then the other? Um, it, talk about that period of your life because there was a lot of craziness that happened, but you made some you made some decisions that I mean they changed generations of your of your family tree yeah. during that time. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? I mean, I I don't sure. want this to be an EXP thing, but why you made certain decisions I think is so important. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think you have to understand that, um, how, how comfortable I, I truly was, like how good things truly were for me at, at Keller Williams, um, uh, a, a, a company that, that I will always have a tremendous amount of respect for because I only spent a year with my first brokerage and I spent 12 years with, with Keller Williams. And, and again, to, to tell you that, that I was, you know, that I drank the Kool-Aid and, and was, was all in would be an understatement. I was never, ever, um, leaving Keller Williams. So, 
you know, <laughs> I, th I think a big part of it, Dustin, was, was I, when I found out that I had cancer, um, everything changed for me. You know, it just, it just changes your, your perspective. So when I went on that, that year long sabbatical, if you will, and, um, was, was really searching for my lane, like, like, how can I, how can I continue to, 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 to be in an industry that I, that I, that I really enjoy, but do what I love. Cause I didn't want to throw away, you know, this business that took me a long time to build. Uh, and also had people that relied on me for income. But but I knew that I that I had this passion. This person. and by the way, my passion is to. I mean, I love seeing other people succeed. So you know, any any way that I can that I can be a part of small part of helping someone turn around. Um, that's that's my jam. Like that's what gets me ju juiced every day. And so when I saw this platform, what I saw was an opportunity for me to continue doing what I was already doing but to serve a whole lot more people, not only on a, on a local scale, but on a, on a global scale. And, and that was, like you said, that was four years ago. And, and Dustin, it, I mean, it, it, it's happening. And, uh, and I think that's, um, you know, the, 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 the risk taking is, is a hard thing to, uh, to, to quantify because I, I could, I could have stayed with Keller Williams for the rest of my career and, and been, you know, very successful and, you know, all that, all that good stuff. Right. Um, but I, I don't know, maybe it's just personality type, Dustin. I, I don't, I haven't thought that much about it. I just, to me, I just saw, and again, this is not an EXP thing. It's not a, not a KW thing. I just saw an opportunity that for me personally was, was just too big not to, not to hop on board. And by the way, there were, 800 agents when I, uh, you know, when I first heard about EXP. So, you know, and here we are and you, and you know, the story, I mean, it's just lives, lives are, are being changed and that's what I'm about. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. Like I try to think back and put myself in your shoes of, you know, 800 agents at a, at a brokerage. And I can only imagine the problems and the in inefficiencies and, and just all the crap that, you had to deal with, you know, four years ago, um, coming from it, it, and so that when you're coming from like the brokerage, like the one, the biggest one, the most well-oiled machine there is coming to the least oiled machine, um, is crazy. So you obviously had some foresight and, um, and vision, which is, which is impressive. Um, but how well, has, you have, you have to understand, forgive me. You have to understand that, um, a part of this story is I understand the power of money that shows up regardless of whether or not you do. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I, I, that's the one thing that was missing for me at Keller Williams. Like, so I, I had to, at the time, and I'm not saying that I could have, you know, bought more real estate and, and figured out, you know, uh, how to create more residual income and stayed with Keller Williams. But I saw an opportunity that could create significant income by serving other people at a really high level. And, and I, I, again, I'm really passionate when you can, when you can impact people and then in turn get paid. I mean, to me, that's the best of both worlds and impact with this model, it, it equals income. 
Yes. So, you know, and, and, and that's, that's the, that's the deal, man. So um, uh, for me, like I couldn't get here fast enough. And, and I love, I love Keller Williams, but I could not get here fast enough. Um, I, I mean, even just two and a half years since I joined, it's a, it's a totally different company. Totally different company. It took me 14 days to be onboarded. So many inefficiencies and, <laughs> and frustrations and headaches. And I mean, and we still have frustrations and headaches when you're growing so fast. Um, but what I look, one of the reasons why I respect you so much is not only like, like you could be totally set with just running a successful real estate team. That could be a Keller. It could be at, you know, brokerage, ABC, doesn't matter. You could do that and scale it and be totally happy and be fine, but you chose to be the entrepreneur and say, okay, well, I also, while, while that's happening, while I'm running this successful team and growing it, I also want this to happen. And so you have a revenue share organization with our, with our brokerage and you talk about these other businesses you're involved in because you own a mortgage company, you own a title company, you own a property management company. How, so how did that transition happen? Um, I'm probably, it's probably going to be serendipitous, you know, kind of like finding your general manager, but um, I'm curious how you went from a successful, like top level real estate agent to, you know, running all these other businesses. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's part of it is um, again, getting outside of the industry and spending time with, uh, with next level people in other industries that I love that owners, answer. That are owners and not and not operators, because you know, as agents, we all, you know, many of us tend to think uh, alike. So, and not to say that there, I mean, there clearly there are a lot of people that are doing what I'm doing in this industry, mm-hmm. um, or plenty of people, I should say. But you know, getting outside of of the industry and, and going to these different events, and like Tony Robbins, you know, and, and just allowing yourself to 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 go there, and by 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 people are like go where, um, by going there, I mean like uh, allowing yourself to to dream, like you know, um, if like you really knew my story, I mean I was raised by a single mom. You should, my, my mom raised three of us on like eighteen, nineteen thousand dollars a year. Uh, I mean we were, I mean we we my mom struggled, and so to look back at and how we were raised, and, and part of what like really motivates me and drives me is is to be a provider, right? Um, but you know. To come from that and to be here today, I mean, Dustin, it's just, man, I think it's just believing in myself and not being afraid to, um, to, to, not being afraid to look bad, not being, not being afraid. It's not that I'm not, it's not that I'm not afraid. I just, I, I think that my reason for, for, for doing what I do each and every day is for is for those guys like my, my wife and my kiddos and and you know and my family and and legacy stuff like you know like their my, my children's children um so so how so how how so property management i just did it because somebody else was doing it and i was like if that guy can do it i know i can do it so <laughs> and I mean, you want to talk about whoo um Property Were you buying your own properties and managing those? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's start- yeah. Yes. So it actually started. We were sending. I was sending my uh, the properties that we were buying to another company to manage them, and unfortunately, that company um, was not just wasn't doing a, a, a great job. They so that, that's really what what motivated us to start it. 
Okay. Um, mortgage, mortgage was a relationship, you know? So I, 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 um, I attracted a guy to, to EXP to talk to him for about a year. And once he got on board, he was like, Hey man, and this guy's yeah, next level. He was like, Hey, listen, I've got this mortgage opportunity that I'd like to talk to you about. And I was like, sure. Cause I'm always open to just hit you listening. That's the other thing, man. I, I like always open to, to listening. Um, so I'll listen to just about anybody, but I don't, I don't say yes to, to, you know, to all these opportunities clearly. Right. But, um, so he puts this, this mortgage opportunity in front of me and I was like, why have, why didn't I do this 10 years ago? So, uh, so that started the mortgage company and title is, uh, as, as real estate agents, you know, we're the hub for so many different businesses. So, you know, I, I think I'd love for, you know, your listeners to understand the, the opportunity that they all have as they continue to scale their business with whether it's mortgage, whether it's title, whether it's insurance, whether it's, you know, I have a buddy that just started a, um, a home inspection company. He's killing it. Uh, you know, so, um, it's a beautiful business because, because again, so many other businesses are dependent upon what we do. Right. Right. Um, and, and so how did you learn to own those businesses? Are you more of a passive owner or are, do you, um, like how much of your time do those other businesses take during the week of yours or, you know, what does that look like? No, I, I, I am an owner. Like I don't want to operate anything. I'm an owner. So if, if I haven't found anything that I want to operate yet. Sure. Um, so, so for the mortgage company, um, uh, my general manager in the, in the real estate company, he runs the mortgage company and he has a piece of that. Um, and he knows that I'm not an operator. He's an operator. Right. Uh, the title company runs by itself. I mean, that's, that's something that, you know, as, again, as an agent, when you're doing um, uh, significant volume, if you, if you don't have a title partnership, then, then you certainly should. The real estate investment trust, just a natural progression of, of the business. It's, it's uh, getting ahead of the, of the eye buyers in our market. Um, uh, money is not hard to, hard to find. Um, knowing what to do with it is the challenging part. And again, I don't, I don't touch it. I'm just, just in, I'm, a, I'm a passive owner. Um, and then uh, what am I missing? What am I leaving out? Which business? Which business am I forgetting here? I think that's it. Mortgage, title, property management, real estate investment trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me switch gears here before we wrap it up with some rapid fire questions. Cause I, I love your story. And first off, thanks for being open. Like I, a lot of this conversation is just me being curious. I have not been able to ask you these questions, uh, you know, in, in the, the many zoom calls that we've done together, just cause they weren't appropriate for those conversations. So a lot of this is just my curiosity, but I think the, uh, the listeners are going to love it. Um, when you get somebody, it, when you have somebody new who comes to you and they say, Hey, Clayton, I want to be an agent. Um, and you know, that once they make the decision, what, what do you direct them to do to, to launch their career? Um, because there's a million, probably more a million plus things you could do as an agent to get business and be successful. Where do you focus your agents? What do you guys focus on for lead gen and and for business growth? You mean at Mission Realty? Yeah, you personally yeah. when you started, or you know, however you want to answer that. Yeah. So, so I I think um, again, if if I could go back and, and kind of do this whole thing again, we have a, we have a training program that we plug everybody into uh, at Mission Realty. Um, uh, it's called track. You, you know about it. It's, oh, yeah. it's next. 
it's next level. I, you know, yeah. I pay for it. So it's literally check this box on day one. It's a 12 week training program. Um, that, uh, so that, that's what we're using in our business and, and outside of our business as well, uh, with, uh, with EXP. Um, but if I could go back and to the beginning, because I just dove in, I mean, I just dove in and I was like, okay, like I, I know I can't make money unless I help a buyer or a seller. And so like I was door knocking, like almost out of the gates. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. No one told me uh, in the beginning in my first brokerage. Yeah. So I'm door knocking in the snow in a, in a really high end neighborhood. Um, that was not effective by the way. And then I ran across a, a system. And for me back then, Brian Buffini was, I mean, that was the system. And it, 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 um, I was like, okay, I can do this. It makes sense. And so I plugged in, uh, very, very early on. And it was that, that's, that's what I did during this, during those, uh, those three hours. But if I could go back and do it again, um, I would have started with the end in mind. And that's what we're, we tell our agents today is where do you want to be? Not, not next year. What do you want to be 10 years from now? Who do you want to become 10 years from now? And, and, and we start with the, who do you want to become? Not what do you want your business to look like? Because who you become defines what your business looks like, in my, in my opinion. So we start there and, um, and, and get clarity on that. And then we focus on, on the business. So 10 years from now, what do you want your, your business to look like? So 10 years from now, we want to serve 10,000 families every single year. And that's the last piece that I think um, that I'll, I'll leave you with, Dustin, is uh, just think bigger, man. You know, big, big ideas present big problems and big problems um, need big solutions. Little ideas, you know, present little problems and little problems need little solutions. So the bigger you allow yourself to go, then, you know, you have to start to, to, to and you will, I mean, if you're committed to it, you're going to, you know, if, if you're going to die trying, then, then you're going to figure it out. And I, that's how committed to it. I mean, like I said, I burned the boats, man. Like I'm just committed to the process and I know I'm going to fail. I know I'm going to fail. And I'm just, I'm just okay with that because that's where you learn. And that's then you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and, and you move on. So it's being okay with like, with looking like a, like a fool. I look like, I look like a fool daily, um, but I'm okay Me with too. that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. But, uh, but I'm okay with that. So. Yeah. Now, if I was a better podcast host and a better interviewer, I would have asked you the question that you that you kind of rephrased, which was, you know, um, you know, if you could go back to the beginning, what would you do differently? It's a great question. You thought of it, not me. Um, but you know, you you do have so much um, perspective. You know, when I started, I was door knocking too. You know, I literally, I I didn't know any better. Um, I knew that some people were buying Zillow leads, but you know, it takes 10,000 a month to really move the needle on, on Zillow leads, which I think are garbage anyways, by the way. Um, but I started door knocking because I literally, here's how I thought of it, Clayton. I was like, okay, I need to talk to people. Where are the people? They are in that house. How do I talk to the person in that house? I go knock on the door. Like that was my thinking. Um, I got a listing, you know, in, in a high end area, I got a listing it got me out of my comfort zone. So it wasn't totally uh, worthless, uh, t completely got me comfortable talking to people, got out of my comfort zone, um, changed my personality. So that was big, but yeah, just, just start. So th that's interesting that you did kind of the same thing. Um, any last words of advice? So if you were on stage right now at a big, you know, real estate training and 
um, and you know, you had the industry's ear, what would you tell agents? Like, wh what do they need to know? That, what it could be something tactical that um, they need to go do right now, or something else. What? Give us some final words, and then we'll jump into the rapid fire questions. Yeah, I think it's it's really. Um, I tend to oversimplify this. Uh, I think Dustin. So, you know, it, it's. <laughs> And that's why I think it's it's back to the to the foundational stuff. You know, you, you just you got to go to work on on you. You know, because if you don't believe that you can do it, then you won't. You know, and, and I see I see. Uh, you know, what, why do twenty percent of the agents in this industry produce eighty percent of the results? You know, or any industry for that matter. So we we want to be a part of the twenty percent. So what do the twenty percent do differently than the eighty percent? Like how how do they how do they walk? How do they talk? What are they wearing? What do they you know what do they what do they do? What's their morning routine? You know what. What, what is the 20% doing? And, I, and I'll tell you that the 20% is not doing what the 80% is doing. So, you know, another one of my mentors used to always say, you know, don't, don't walk like they walk. Don't talk like they talk. Don't read what they read. Don't watch what they watch. Walk away from the 97%, from the 90%, from the 80% that don't have clarity and vision and purpose each and every day. So I would say, first of all, allow yourself to think bigger. Number one, have clarity on where you're going. And that's why I love starting with the end in mind. So what's your 10-year vision? Who do you want to become 10 years from now? What do you want your business to look like 10 years from now? And you design, you draw your map or your Disney based on that huge idea. And that you have a really big idea. You can't, you can't sit down for an hour a week. You can't. You can't. You gotta, if you want to sell 10,000 homes uh, a year, if you want to serve 10,000 families a year 10 years from now, that's our, that's our, our big you know, carry audacious goal at Mission Realty. Well, brother, you and your agents have got to get get in there and, and get in there consistently. And you got to hire agents that have the mentality that are going to get in there each and every day and, and want to want to go serve people at a really high level. So everything changes when you go, when you go, when you allow yourself to dream bigger. Otherwise, you don't have a business. You have a you have a job. And and um, that's what I really want for your list. I, I want all of your listeners to know, first of all, if this guy can can have you know a, a little bit of success in this industry, then you can do it too. <laughs> that's a, that's my that line. Is a, that is a fact. Yeah. That is a fact. I, I that's what I love about business, man. Like we're not coming up with revolutionary concepts, you know. Like unless you're inventing Facebook or you know some inventing a search engine. Like that, that, that's that's a totally separate conversation. We're just um, we're just doing our own version of things that already exist. Mm -hmm. For real. Um, and so it, thank you for those closing words. I, I wanted to give my a quick mini testimonial, if you will, because I, over the last few years, and a lot of it is in, you know, thanks to your leadership and guidance and, and mentorship, but thinking bigger, I've completely, like everything I do now is with recurring revenue in mind. I don't want to do anything that I get paid for once, trading time for money. I don't want to do it. I want to build something that is infinitely scalable. So, you know, that's why I've set up certain businesses. We, we launched the Massive Agent Daily the other week. Um, you know, part of that is that's the best way to help a bunch of agents so I can scale how many I can tell what to post on social media every single day is through that app. But it's also revenue that continues to pay me every month. Um, you know, I just have to build it up front. And same with revenue share at, at the brokerage. Um, you know, by helping people come on board and then helping them succeed, boom. It, it's not, you know, close, sell one house, get paid. 
that just doesn't interest me anymore. Um, so, you know, I'm, I've only been doing this for a few years and it's absolutely changed my life. And I could only imagine what the next, you know, seven years to, to complete the decade, what that's going to look like. It's exciting when you do think with the end in mind, you're bold enough to say, you know what, I, everyone else is doing this, but I want this. So I'm going to start making decisions that move me towards that. And once you actually start moving in that direction, it's mind blowing, even, even a little taste. And that's, that's, I'm only right there at a little taste. It's mind boggling. And I I want that for everybody. So great advice, begin with the end in mind. And then um, lastly, since I started really taking care of myself physically with exercise and with uh, nutrition, since um, I had my EKG in May, you know, I I told the the listeners I had um, what I thought were heart issues, but it was just stress and anxiety. Since then, dude, dude, I haven't shown any of the before or after pictures yet. I've got the six pack. Like I've, I've got it. I used to be this chubby, chubby dude. I'm already at six pack and I'm going for like, you know, going even further because of 75 hard. I'm, I'm 50 days into it today, two workouts a day, every day, drinking a gallon of water, no alcohol, no cheap meals. Um, it's, but what's that, what that's done, not just physically, I feel so good about myself. And I know that if I say I'm going to do this thing, I've now proved, I have this track record of doing the things that I told myself I was going to do and doing hard things. And so it, I have more confidence. Yes. It's, uh, yes. it, it's mind boggling. So it is. So I'd encourage anyone listening, do 75 hard. I don't care if you are 400 pounds, you could walk twice a day. You know, you can change your diet, do it. it it's, it's a mental program. It's not a physical one. It's both, but it's more mental. So um, anyways, I just wanted to get those two personal points in. Um, Clayton, every time we have a guest on, we do these rapid fire questions to, to let us get to know you a little bit more, uh, either or questions. So you don't need to elaborate unless you want to, uh, but I'll just kind of blow through them and you could pick one or the other. And then at the end, we'll uh, let you tell people where they can find you and how they can uh, find more, find out more about you and, and all that good stuff. Cool. All right. Facebook or Instagram? Facebook. Facebook or LinkedIn? Facebook. Books or podcasts? Books. <laughs> books or audiobooks? <laughs> uh, books. Okay. Have you done 75 hard? You do it well. <laughs> I didn't start reading physical books until 75 hard because I have to. Um, iPhone or Android? Oh, gosh. iPhone. Good call. Alexa or Google Home? Alexa. Burgers or pizza? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, oh, oh, man. <laughs> That's the one? <laughs> Which like one? Pizza, sorry. Oh, pizza. Yeah. Uh, New York or LA? Well, it used to be New York, but, but uh, I mean, do I have to pick one of those? Yeah. <laughs> what would you pick? If you could fill in the blank, probably still pick New York. Okay. Man, I love New York. I, I want to go back, but like, I, I've heard it's actually a great time to go because there's no crowds, but then that's also like part of why I like New York. You know, it's just, um, to see everything boarded up. Like, I I don't want to do that, man. Same. NFL or NBA? Uh, NFL. Baseball or football? Football. 
Mountains or beach? Mountains. Podcasting or vlogging? Podcasting. YouTube or Facebook Live? Uh, Facebook Live. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Gary V or Grant Cardone? Gary V all day. It's a common sentiment. Um, what's the most impactful book you've ever read? Oof. The Bible. And then one app recommendation. Are there any apps that you're playing with on your phone that you're loving right now? Any app or program? <laughs> uh, it's it's it, it's exp related. <laughs> uh, look at the I look at the stock a lot. Um, uh, yep. <laughs> no, I mean I, I spend most of my time you know on, on Facebook, and it's but it's not it's not personal time. It's 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 business. It's tactical business stuff. Right. Right. That's yeah. funny. Uh, I too, like I'm always on social media doing something on my phone and it's very rarely like doing anything personal unless I get sucked down some political Good rabbit hole or Good something, which is happening these days. <laughs> but my wife's like, well, you're on Facebook all the time. I'm like, I'm working. Like, this is literally what I do. This is my business. <laughs> and And I could understand how weird that must be to those who don't do what we do or who aren't entrepreneurs. Um, and they just go to social media to escape and to... Right. Uh, to be entertained. So interesting. Um, and lastly, where can people find you? Where can they learn more about you? Are there any groups that you, uh, that you have that they could be part of? Yeah. So I think, um, the best place is Facebook just cause that's where I spend most of my time. Just, you know, uh, certainly feel free to message me. Um, and I'm, you know, um, I'm a giver man. Like people, people cared enough about me to, to give and have given me a lot in this industry. I think that's one of the really cool things about this industry is people are, are really open to sharing. And so, you know, if I can help in any way, just, yeah, just, uh, just let me know and just really appreciate you and the opportunity to, to, um, you know, share some thoughts today, Dustin. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. I, I always love talking to you. Um, I'll probably have some, some follow-up questions. I'll DM you later and be like, well, what about this? But we'll have you back on the show. Um, I, I, I'm anticipating this is going to be a, a crowd favorite. So um, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right, brother. Guys, there's, there's so many people winning at a, an extremely high level in our industry. They have the same real estate license that you do. They've just chosen to do things differently. They've chosen to go down a path and do certain things differently than you. Okay, If you have a certain goal for income, for revenue, for lifestyle. Uh, maybe you only want to work a certain amount per week and have a certain income. Okay. Like it's all possible, but you have to start doing what those you admire and those you look up to are doing. The great thing is because of people like Clayton who are willing to open up their playbook, especially for those aligned, you know, with him and with us, you know, through our brokerage and through our team who are partnered with us, like he, Guys, he lays it all out for us. Like I can have any any agent on my on my EXP team uh, on a Zoom call with him for an hour and he'll lay out exactly how to build the business that he's built. And he's incentivized to do that because of the business model that we have together. It's incredible. But as you can see, he was I mean, he he opened it all up as best he can here on a podcast episode. I mean, a lot of this stuff you have to see visually, but I mean, he laid it out for us. That's that's just the type of of person he is. And he's not the only one in our industry who's willing to show you their blueprint. Okay. All you need to do. Okay. If you are sitting there frustrated as a realtor, 
either you're burned out, you have too much business and you, you're trying to juggle it all and you're just like, something's got to give. Cool. You know, then those who are struggling and don't have much business and are trying to figure out how to get more, they're looking at you and they're like, well, that's a good problem to have. Maybe they're right. I don't know, but it's still a problem. It still causes stress. Uh, and those that are brand new and, and trying to figure out what they want to do, guys, you just need to decide what you want, what you, what that end result looks like. How many hours a day do you want to work? How many hours a week do you want to work? What kind of income do you want? And then once you decide on that, go look at those who have those. Go look at the people who work two hours a week and, and make you know seven figures a year. And then just, it's very simple. Then you say, okay, what did they do? And how do I do it myself? And then do those things. Simple, not necessarily easy. There's a lot of work involved, of course. And open-mindedness. You know, you've got to be willing to let go of the way you've been doing things all along. Before I started building businesses, um, I, I was because I was so busy just doing things, right? Like posting, posting on social media, and you know, try messaging back and forth with this client, and scheduling showings for the next day, and doing all this stuff. I was so busy that it was so hard for me to take a step back and be like, "Wait a minute! If I keep doing these things." I'm never going to grow. I'm going to keep having the same results. My stress is going to go up. My income's not. And I don't want that. So once I finally took a step back, I saw, holy crap, there's this opportunity. There's this one. I could do this. This is more in alignment with what I want out of life. And I started then doing those things. And it's life-changing. It all starts with defining what it is you want. So if anything Clayton described, if there's anything about what he's built that you like, okay, let's make a decision that that's what you want. And then you have to start doing things, taking action that gets you towards that goal. All right. If you want to partner up with Clayton and myself, so you have access to him whenever you want or need it, then let's talk about that. Okay. Anyone who joins with me and my EXP team, you get Clayton. Like he, he's part of the deal. It's, it's incredible. So we could talk about that. If not, you know, reach out to him personally and see if, uh, if there's any opportunity for coaching or, you know, see when he's speaking next or training next. Um, but guys, there's people out there that are winning at a very, very, very high level. And once they build their business, it doesn't take them 40 hours a week to, to oversee. It just doesn't. I've heard numerous other industry leaders that, uh, that have names that you all recognize and some that you don't, that, that are all doing 100, 200, 300 million dollars a year in production. They work a few hours a week. They just oversee the business because it's a business. It's not a job that, that they own, right? Like most solo agents, we just have our own jobs. I hope this has been an eye opening episode in a positive way. I hope it's been empowering. I hope you can see that, hey, this is possible if you just go in a certain direction and align yourself with certain people that can grab your hand and show you step-by-step along the way how to build what they've built. That's what Clayton is doing for a lot of a lot of my agents. That's what Clayton is doing for me. And, and there's others like him that are doing that. You just have to be bold enough to align yourself with those people. Amazing industry. And guys, with all the negativity in the world, with all the bullshit, with uh, with the election, with um, you know, 
Trump versus Biden and blue versus red and left versus right and all this blah, 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 blah. And, you know, sometimes I, I feed into that. Sometimes I let my guard down and, and get into that as well. But people are good. People, human beings, especially Americans, are overwhelmingly good. There's so much goodness. There's so many people willing to help. But you have to align with those people. And that's on you. That's a choice that you have to personally make. You have to personally decide who you associate with. Sometimes you have to, as Clayton described in the episode, sometimes you have to become a certain type of person in order to attract those that you want to be like. Hey, that, that's not something you could just do overnight. That takes work, but that work can start tonight. Okay. I want you guys to, I want to have so many of you guys become Clayton's right. And, and be doing, you know, seven figures a year in, in revenue, working a few hours a week. I would love that so much. So please align yourself with people like Clayton, other industry leaders who have a business model or have a business or have lives that you want and then start doing what they're doing. You can't just pick and choose. You have to start doing exactly what they're doing if you want to have exactly what they have. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I love doing this this show because uh, you know, selfishly, whenever I interview people, I learn. Uh, I'm able to ask questions that help me and that you know, fill in some of the missing pieces for me personally. And, um, and it's amazing. Like it's, it's one, just one of many, many benefits of being a podcast host is, uh, you know, I'm able to talk with people like Clayton and, and, you know, Peter Lorimer and Grant Wise and, you know, it's shit. Everyone else we've had on the show. Amazing. So thank you guys for listening. Without you, no one would ever want to come on the show. So thank you for doing it. If you got value from this, please share this episode with a friend. Take a screenshot of it. Send a link to it. Whatever you need to do, just verbally say, hey, you should go listen to the Massive Agent Podcast. But I ask you, please help us to grow our audience. Please share this with an agent or agents who don't know about us yet. We can continue to grow our audience and continue to have amazing guests come and give you all the goods for free right here. So uh, last call, guys, Massive Agent Society, lifetime membership for the cost of annual. It's good until October 29th, 2020. Use the code last chance and then make sure you get our Massive Agent daily app. So it takes all the guesswork out of what to post on social media. You just wait for that notification each morning and then do what it says. Follow the prompts, click a few buttons, and then watch your social media uh, engagement grow. Watch your brand grow and watch the results increase. Thanks, guys. See you next week.